Kids Babies. We're your hosts, Sam Collier and Sarah Cho. And today we're going to discuss the things that we all like to talk about that's related to money, but not really. <laughs> um, fees. It's definitely related to money. It is money. It is money. <laughs> uh, but some people might think, oh, easy money, like they could just throw away. Uh, other other people will think, this this is a, uh, I hate this. I should not be giving all my money away. Um, so yeah, we're looking at the pros and cons, why such a hot topic for some playwrights, and looking at different development that has their own fees, but what um, those benefits could be. So just kind of, all the things that's related to fees. So, Sam, what are your general thoughts, feelings about fees? Well, I am, as with many things, um, very ambivalent. (laughs) I feel both (laughs) ways. I feel that it's important to um, pay readers for their time and mm-hmm. work. Having been a reader, um, as both a volunteer sometimes and somebody who's getting paid a small stipend, I definitely appreciate the stipend. That said, I can definitely understand and agree with the perspective that many playwrights have, which is that Um, the playwrights themselves should not be paying for those readers time. It should be the theater um, working to use grant money or just making it part of their budget um, to, to pay those readers stipend. So, and as a playwright who's submitting plays, it really does add up. Mm -hmm. So I, that's not a short snazzy answer. Um, I feel very conflicted. Yeah. How do you feel about fees, Sarah? Um, fees, I think I'm in the same boat as you. I think I look at um, sort of the benefits, like what does the conference offer that could really help me as a writer, that could kind of mm-hmm. that I could benefit from. Um but I just remembered, like, there were a couple of years where I was just like, wow, I really need to pay my bills this month. And, like, I just cannot pay anything. Like, it, when yeah. you're in that kind of situation where um, there's these – and then these fees, it, it's not just, like, one or two, but you're looking at so many places and mm-hmm. – there's just so many, there's just so many of them. Uh, yeah. And then, so I, I'm conflicted. Yeah. I mean, it's sometimes it feels like a very expensive lottery ticket because I'm always aware if I'm paying, especially those higher fee fees for, you know, more nationally known development conferences that the odds of getting, accepted into that conference are so ridiculously low that I'm basically saying goodbye to that money. Mm. Um, Of course, the trade-off is always that somebody out there who loves plays is reading my play and Mm. um, I can add it to my spreadsheet of submissions and I can feel like I'm moving forward. But there's always this part of my mind that's like, 
wow, this $35 submission fee could buy me, you know, a latte a week for the next seven weeks. <laughs> Great argument. You know, um, or just like a really good meal. And that's a certain thing. That's not a hypothetical thing. So. Yeah, you know, my feeling is if a lot of these submission fees is going to the reader or, you know, it, if it is going to the reader and like paying for their time and stuff. And they're, if I'm like, if they're reading anyways and they're doing some kind of coverage or like reviewing it and I'm paying, can mm-hmm. I just get those notes? Like <laughs> either way, like, you know, if they're reading in their thoughts and stuff, like, and I'm paying. Oh, can you get can the get feedback? Even, yeah. even if I didn't get into the festival, right. can I just get those notes? Because that's the help, helpful right. to just hear what a reader thought on the page, you know? It might be helpful. Because, I mean, I have I have occasionally sent a play to a, a place that provided written feedback. Yeah. And to be honest... <laughs> Usually it's not that like helpful. Oh, it was fun. It was um, cool. I liked what you did here. Uh, it's, it's it's so funny. Thanks. <laughs> right, or or the critiques are pretty vague and generalized, um, and you know, you're just very aware that this person has not spent very much time with your play and is under a time crunch and. So, yeah, yeah, you know, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> uh, not to sound like a troll, but uh, here are some things I love reading online. <laughs> um, Tell us where you read these. Um, just, you know, on the regular social media circuit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway. Um, okay. And these are just. These are people's thoughts about fees. I just kind of. I just I get a kick out of it. There's there's a lot more, but I just kind of picked the ones that pop for me. So the first one is: Do actors, directors, designers have to pay fees? Um, <laughs> I mean, like it's a good question, but I'm like also okay. Yeah, it's a very good. Point. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, but also, like, it takes a lot longer to read a 90 page play than it does to, um, I don't know, watch a two minute audition. Mm-hmm. So, but it is, it's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, next one is, uh, requiring a submission fee reduces your submissions from all possible playwright scripts to only those with the financial privilege of, to being able to afford to pay. Do you really want to exclude poor playwrights? And I was just like, oh man, everyone, no matter what, is just poor. <laughs> all playwrights are just poor. Mm-hmm. But the poorer playwrights... Uh, it might be excluding, but it is true. Like I, there were times I'm just like, I, like I yeah. said, I was like, I did not, um, was able to afford just at all. And I'm like, I can't, not this month. Like I can't, not this year. I can't submit anything. Um, cause I was just in that financial yeah. situation, but th- it is true. Like where you're like, how level is the playing field? <laughs> if, uh, you know, if there are these, hurdles that some people have to go over yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's a pay-to-play model and i mean it's i think it's one thing if the fee is five dollars or ten dollars but when we we get up into the 35 dollars or 50 dollars then that's a significant amount of money oh and this is my all-time favorite one on the bot this last one so let me see if i understand this 
You're getting to use writer's work for free and you think you should get a fee for all the page turning you have to do. I thought that's what you were saying. <laughs> I love that one. It's so sassy. <laughs> well, yeah, and it, it's worth pointing out. I mean, sometimes you you pay a fee to submit and then you don't actually receive any stipend or um, you know, royalty or anything for the actual performance and and I think that's where this comment really does hit home it's in that case the playwright is is paying and not receiving and so even though from the theater's point of view they're putting in a lot of financial resources and time to make the event happen um it can feel pretty crummy to the playwright who's essentially paying the theater to do their work. And I think about how some conferences or development opportunities, you know, they could get up to a thousand plays and each of those plays pay 10 bucks. Then that conference is making like 10 grand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, just- yeah. But think about how, you know, what they're paying in terms of costs of, renting the space and, um, you know, running the lights yeah. and, you know, and like, um, paying the staff who are working there. And, and so, I mean, I don't think I could be wrong about this, but I don't think theaters are no, getting rich I don't off think of so submission fee. Um, no. <laughs> but how nice would it be if like, if there were one very wealthy playwright who is just like, I'll pay for yeah, everyone's right. submission piece this year. <laughs> <laughs> who is that? I don't oh know. Oh my god. I don't know. Uh, my I'm dream. sorry, but I don't know. <laughs> so Sarah, tell us about the the four types. Uh, the four types. Let's see. Um according to Donna Hoke. Yeah. So I sh- she wrote some really interesting blog posts about this um coming from perspective her having to when she um take submissions like when she had a reading festivals Mm -hmm. there's this one interesting argument that she made in one of her blog posts how um submission fees might help with just weeding out the people that just don't follow rules Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was really funny like she had specific guidelines of what the plays need to be included or you know what how many actors or uh, being really specific uh who you need for your reading all that and no one and then in the first page she'll just read and they obviously didn't follow any directions they're just submitting blindly because if it's free you know you're just Uh, like submitting blindly and that's kind of a one of the things I uh, saw Um, in another blog post, it says, you know, she kind of breaks down the four types of playwrights that how they look at fees. Um, So the first one is like ones that don't pay any fees. Twos don't pay any fees, but the O'Neill. Threes (laughs) choose traditionally which fees to pay. And four uh, will pay any fee for a chance to put a line on their resume. (laughs) Just any. Um, and, you know, depending on the time of the year and how much money I got in my bank, I think I'm all for And this is based on what she deserves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so which one do you think you are? One, two, three, or four? I think I'm a 
three. I I choose judiciously which fees to pay. I think sometimes um, if if I am reading what a conference offers and it's going, especially if it's going to be a significant expense to me, mm-hmm. um, for example, if they want me to come but won't pay any travel or stipend mm-hmm. and that's going to, you know, thinking like, oh, this would be a great opportunity, but it could cost me hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Right. Um, then I'm way more likely to submit to that if I don't have to pay a fee. Even though that's not really logical, like $10 doesn't really make much of a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe it's just the principle of the thing. Um, and, and, and then on the reverse side, if it's a high fee, but they will pay for room and board while I'm there Mm -hmm. or help out with my travel costs, then that makes a big difference to whether I'm willing to pay it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I would say I'm a three. You're a three. What are you? You said you're, you're all of them. I'm all of them (laughs) depending on the year. Uh, No, but sometimes where, and this is just me as a person, but when I look at my resume and I'm like, okay, wow, it's been a while since I did anything. Like it just looks like It's been years since I did anything. So I'll start looking at places. I'll I'll just like start looking and more broadly about all the places that uh, they'll take plays, little to no submission uh, or submission fee and just apply almost like like just a week of applying. Um, Mm -hmm. And then by that sense, sometimes I get, oh, I got one. (laughs) You know, like, oh, I got one. Okay, great. I'll just add great it's in and my resume mm-hmm. doesn't feel like i've been out of touch for years mm-hmm. um but I'm almost always i'm that number three as well because i'm like thinking about the risks and benefits that go by, behind each uh submission but yeah i think i'm all four I, I don't know i'm all four sometimes i don't pay any fees at all i don't want to <laughs> Yeah. It's worth mentioning that, so I keep a running tally of fees that I pay for play development mm-hmm. opportunities, but also submitting poems to lit magazines and which usually that's like two or $3, pretty small, but it's rarely over the course of a year, more than like, you know, 115, $120 altogether. And you can deduct that on your taxes. So something to keep in mind. Really? If you look at total costs for the year. Even during this tumultuous time in our country, you can do that? Mm -hmm. You can. I mean, if you're filing taxes as an independent contractor and... Okay, obviously, (laughs) listeners, (laughs) I'm not a certified tax advice person. And you should seek professional assistance (laughs) before anybody sues me. Um, That's my disclaimer. Thank you, Sam. But like, if you have income as a as a freelance Mm. writer, you can deduct submission fees on your taxes. You mentioned that. um, It reminded me of another point that Donna makes in her posts about how she budgets her fees like she just set aside mm-hmm. and like okay this is the how much I can afford and this is how much I'm only gonna uh pay for this year of fees um mm-hmm. like setting that kind of money aside for it which I was like oh I never thought of it that way like I'm like I'm only willing to do like 100 
tops this whole year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I'm like, then that makes me, it forces me to think carefully about what, what's important to me, yeah. what I'm looking for. I mean, I think that's a reasonable amount. I think you can, you can send your work to quite a few of these opportunities on a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Over the course of the year, you just have to save it for October because that's when it all oh, September, happens. October. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know why we're saying that for the listeners who might not know, but September, October is the time where all these like major, big, um, almost all the development conferences for some reason, <laughs> it's like all due around this time. Um, I'll tell you why it's because they had, because they had their, season of plays and then they had the summer when they had their development conference Mm -hmm. and then they all went on vacation and then they come back from vacation and they're trying to get ready for the upcoming season of plays and then they're like okay now it's time to start reading a whole new crop for next summer Why don't they all have a meeting about this and <laughs> vacations, different time of the year, and just take turns? That's a really good idea. And then as a playwright, you're just like, oh, and if you get into all of these, you're like, wow, my whole year and a half is set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Crazy. Uh, another link that uh, Donna posts in her blog post is the Dramatist Guild um, statement about the festival guidelines, which I'll link out in our show notes um, and website. So to peruse and see what um, the guidelines are for festivals who wants to pose these fees, I guess. And that's just like their take on it, their general their advice. Their, yeah, general. So I thought that might be helpful to look at. Yeah, so let's look at some well, I think we talked about this, pros and cons to submission fees. Yeah. I mean, I I guess I would say it it make the the point that you brought up that Donna Hoke said, which is that um if they're all free, you might have playwrights submitting the same play to a hundred places without looking at whether their play is right for that. And and a fee can kind of put the brakes on that and make them pay more attention to whether the play is a good fit. I think that makes sense. But, um, but I think even $3 is enough to slow somebody down. You know, it does, I don't think it has to be a huge amount to get that, Mm -hmm. that benefit. And also, I mean, this is all very new that we can submit things online. And so if you think about back in the day Mm -hmm. before the internet, People would have to print out their 90-page or 120-page play, which is Mm -hmm. a cost. Mm -hmm. And then they would have to go to the post office and put it in a big envelope and mail it. And and there are costs associated with that. And so when it all went online, I'm assuming most people don't print out plays to read them. But um, there are costs to the theater associated with, um, you know, if they're using Submittable as a platform, they have to pay for that. Or if they are setting up a website, they have to pay for that. So it has kind of been a transfer of costs from the writer who was printing and mailing and sh- or shipping to the theater, which is, you know, managing the opposite end of that process. And so I, I, I guess it does make sense to ask the 
playwright to pay for some of those costs. Although even as I say that, I don't like it. Um, I just want everyone to know in this entire world, I, Sarah Cho, will never, ever print and submit. I'm I'm not that person. I am never going to print and make copies or print it and put it in an envelope and mail it off and stamp it. I will never, ever, ever. Don't. So theaters, if you want Sarah Cho's work, you better change your submission policy pronto. Away from paper and directly connect with me, and then I can email you my info and all the the things. But I will never, 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 ever print a script. But Sarah, what I every time I and granted this is not very often, but every time I do that, yeah, as I'm printing, you know, as I like go to Kinkos or whatever, and I'm printing, and then I go to the post office. As I'm doing that, I'm thinking. So few people are bothering to do this. This makes my odds so much higher because, you know, it's just a built-in way to decrease the number of submissions. Okay, but I will never, ever, ever do it. Well, I think you and most people will yeah. never do it. So That's why, Sam, you'll just win everything. <laughs> the one I have in mind, I actually never heard back from them. Oh, okay. So it was like a year. A year ago, ago, yeah, because they're still get... getting the snail mail coming in. They're like, oh shoot, oh there's there's more coming in because I'm sure. And also, like, there's some risk that they'll like never make it. You don't believe in the integrity and ability of our I, on, I postal used to, I system used to, until you know. <laughs> Living in LA, <laughs> and there's millions of us here, and I don't know. I, I I have some doubts now. Your your wedding invitation got to me just fine, but it didn't get to Ryan. <laughs> I just missed I mean, come on, folks. Oh, we're not gonna talk about my wedding. <laughs> Listen. If I didn't want to, I don't, there's nothing, there's nothing more I could say. Um, Let's talk about some specific fees for specific yeah. opportunities. Mm-hmm. So the O'Neill, as everybody knows, probably is $35. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a lot of money. Yeah. And same with Sundance, which is $35. Um, and I kind of wanted to list here, if you were to submit to Sundance and you got in, here's what they'll cover and they'll provide is a round, a round trip Economy of airfare, airport transfers, private accommodation, three meals a day, three. I'm a two meal person, but a three. Um, $520 a week stipend, which totals $1,560, they say, and inclusive of parties and receptions, and financial support to secure travel visas if needed. So that's an Probably similar to you know what I'm thinking. What? I'm thinking if I don't go to your party, can I have my thirty five dollars <laughs> back? <laughs> if I only eat two meals a day, can I give me thirty five dollars back? <laughs> yeah, but that I mean that it's pretty generous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think the O'Neill model is similar, where they feed you and they house you for a month, mm-hmm. and I think there's a stipend. I hope that theaters and conferences that take submission fees as this high of amounts, you know, they kind of 
all, they're they're transparent about what they do. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just like blindly <laughs> just submit to us and pay all this money, right? Um, right. But does it feel uncomfortable to know that every year you submit and don't get in, your money is going to pay for somebody else to go to a party? <laughs> always, always. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. But uh, there are other conferences that are lower costs than $35. Um, next kind of level is like the Bay Area Playwrights Festival, which is $20 to help cover their administrative costs associated with fully reviewing every play submission that they state. And then there's Great Plains and Seven Devils, which is $10. $10 seems to me the gold standard of a reasonable mm-hmm. amount. But I, I will pay $35. So, but it's got to be like, it's got to be O'Neill caliber, I think, to to request thirty five dollars mm-hmm. for yeah. Sundance. And then there are lots that are free. So, um, many festivals, especially the ones where they're not paying for your transportation or housing, will make it free to submit. So, some examples are Last Frontier Theater Conference in Alaska. The New Harmony Project, Athena Project, the Women's Theater Festival in North Carolina, the Modern Works Festival at Urbanite Theater in Florida. These are all free to submit and they make it really easy. Which, you know, that raises another question in my mind. A lot of the ones where they're charging you $35 are also asking you to write a page that's specific to that festival Mm. about what you want to work on with your play and why you would love to do it with them Mm -hmm. and maybe this is a topic for another show the personal statement but that's a pretty significant um time input Mm -hmm. as well you know it's not just the money it's like you have to spend significant time thinking about you know researching that festival and thinking about why you want to work on it there do you think they really consider that those statements I do I think they do a lot because I've been a reader for uh, you know kind of similar things like this and the statement really gives you a window into who this person is and the way that they think about Mm -hmm. their work that sometimes the play can't do especially if it's an excerpt that you're given in the first round you know I mean, it really varies what people are reading in the first round, but I think the statement can show you a lot about the person's mm-hmm. thinking yeah. if it's done well. I know you've done the last Frontier Theater Conference. Did that? Did mm-hmm. and that was free? And did they like fly you out and like, board you? So I had such an amazing time. I have to lead by saying that. So it was free to submit. You have to pay for your travel, which is very expensive unless you live in Alaska already. Um, So, you know, flying to Alaska is not cheap. So that, you know, that's just something to keep in mind. But once you're there, they will house you for free. It's pretty um, simple accommodations, but it's free. And they will feed you a really amazing lunch every day. And then you're on your own. Oh, and I think they, there's like endless coffee and 
there's bagels around, but you're you're on your own for mm. dinner. So, and, but then there's the other side of it, which is some of these conferences are providing you with a lot of chances to see other plays or go to panels and workshops, and and so this is a conference like that where, okay, yes, I had to pay for my plane tickets, which was a lot of money, um, but I got to see what feels like a million plays that week, Mm. you know, and I got to go to panels and I got to hear feedback Mm. on my work. And so even though they were not giving me Mm. money, um, they were enriching my creative Mm. life and soul. They're, f- okay, they're so feeding myself. That you had a chance to hear your work and get a workshop and then and have a reading like kind of all in that span of time? Yeah, it was a reading. Um, and then – and it was the kind of festival where every hour of the day from morning till night, there were three plays happening at the same time. And so you had this wealth of things to choose from to go to all day every day. And then there was a fringe at night. I mean, it just never stopped. And plus, because it was Alaska in the summer, the sun never wow. set. So it was, there was kind of this like frenzied, caffeinated uh, feeling to the whole week. I highly recommend it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Cool. Well, those were our thoughts and feelings about Fee's listeners. Uh, love to hear your thoughts and feelings about Fee's as well. <laughs> Join the gripe. <laughs> yeah, we want to know um, what you think. Yeah. And we want to know which ones you're willing to pay and which ones you're not and how you decide. All right. Shall we move to glistens? Yeah. What's your glisten, Sarah? Um, my glisten uh, is going to be... Um, <laughs> I sound like I didn't prepare for this, but I... <laughs> um, I think by the time this episode is released... Um, it's already passed, but September 28th, yes, uh, no, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong date, haha, <laughs> 23rd, this 23rd, Monday, I'm doing a storytelling <laughs> show, um, I got invited, and so oh, cool. I'm doing a storytelling show, um, I, I've been saying, I feel like I've been saying this for a really long time, it's like, I'm working on a memoir or something, but it's like, never come to fruition, um, mm-hmm. but I'm, but I've been developing a bunch of stories. And so this is one of the stories that I want to share and kind of see what the reaction is like and then keep writing it and rewriting it and then add into my thing called memoir. I don't know if it's actually going to happen, but whatever. <laughs> I just have a bunch of like notes. I just feel like cool. I have this document of like 40, 50 pages of just ideas of stories and notes, but I've like never really fleshed it out. So um, knowing my own process, I'm like, okay, I'm that type of person that kind of need to share the story aloud in front of an audience, especially because if it's like humorous, I want to see what's funny to them, what people are reacting mm-hmm. to. Um, so then I could then start writing that down. And I also record. I always, when I do these open mics or do a live show, I'm always, I have, I have a recorder on. So I'm like recording and then I could transcribe and see what I'm reacting but yeah so yeah I have a storytelling show yeah so that's cool exciting. but as of the time yeah. that this episode is released right. when people are hearing that it, it already passed it's already so passed. It was, 
Um, I had a great storytelling show. It was amazing. I had a great time with all the people that was there. Uh, great feedback, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. Don't jinx yourself. I know. I know. I just did. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it will be slash was great. So supportive. (laughs) My glisten is, um, so I, as you all know, I moved to Maine a few weeks ago and everybody has been telling me for weeks that I have to go to this thing called the common ground fair, which is this enormous fair in the town of unity, Maine, where I'm teaching. And so I went yesterday after work and it's, it's amazing. It's like a huge country fair, thousands and thousands of people. And they have, you know, you walk around and they have food and they have a lot of animals, cows and goats and alpacas. Um, they, they do workshops showing you how to, you know, I don't know, yoke up your horse to a buggy or whatever. And then they have sheepdog demonstrations and they have, you can buy a wool blanket or earrings made out of crushed <laughs> lobster shells or, um, I don't know, there are children running around with face paint. Anyway, it was very cool. I bought this birch syrup, which is like maple syrup, Ooh. except it's made from birch sap rather than What's maple this, sap. What does it taste like? Is um, it, like- it tastes – it's not as sweet as maple syrup, and it has a more kind of layered and complex taste. That, I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's um, – yeah, I don't know. You should just go get some birch <laughs> it- Birch syrup. It's only in Maine. <laughs> yeah, come to Maine and get some and birch get syrup. Birch. All right. That's uh, the end of our show. Uh, listeners, don't forget to listen, subscribe, share. Uh, check us out on social media. Tell all your friends. You guys, we've... I'm sorry, but I'm kind of, I just I'm every day I'm blown away that we're over a thousand downloads. Maybe not much for some people who are real podcasters or whatever. Whatever, but I'm amazed. But it feels very exciting. And, it's going and, from like when we yeah. first first started this like five years ago. Nobody was listening to this. Nobody. You have no <laughs> idea. And now it's like, wow. Yeah, like not even our parents no. were listening. I'm pretty sure they still aren't. But you guys are amazing. Yeah, and thanks for all your support. You guys are amazing. All right. Till next time. All right. That's enough of that. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>